Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, I, I don't want to get anybody anxious on a Friday. You know Friday shows. I like to leave in kind of a good mood for the weekend. But I'm going to start the show today with a warning. Red flags everywhere about what is actually ahead if we lose in 2020. Unbelievable article in the Wall Street Journal today, short but sweet, about some very serious things that Democrats are going to do if we lose that would have been called conspiracy theories a few years ago, but are very real now. Today's show brought to you by friends at ExpressVPN. Your data, it's yours. Your online activity, it's yours. Don't let anybody creep on it. Get a VPN today. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Go today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir. Well, it's Friday. There we go. Yeah, Joe so in his worst game well, show voice baby. ever. Been doing forever. He's always excited on Fridays, as are we. It's always good yes, to have sir. a weekend off. Yeah, we love that. So, yes, I got that. I've got more uh, coronavirus panic-inducing hysteria that's not helping solve the problem at all. Oh. I've got the most ridiculous politician in America, Andrew Cuomo, and the worst Republicans pounce story in the history of Republicans pounce. Loaded show today. All right. Today's show brought to you by our friends at All Form. Listen, if you've been listening to my show for a while, you've heard me talk about my Helix mattresses in the house. We have a couple of them, one for my daughter. We love it. Most comfortable mattress ever. So I have exciting news. Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas. They just launched a new company called All Form, and they're making premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. What makes an All Form sofa really cool? For starters, it's the easiest way you can customize a sofa using premium materials at a fraction of the cost of traditional stores. Pick your fabric, spill stain, scratch resistant to sofa color, color of the legs, sofa size and the shape. Make sure it's a perfect fit for you. They've got armchairs and love seats all the way up to an eight seat sectional, something for everyone. You can always start small, buy more seats later if you want to customize and grow your all-form sofa. All-form sofas are delivered directly to your door with fast, free shipping. In the past, if you wanted to order a sofa, it could take weeks. And you need someone to come and assemble it in your home. All-form takes just three to seven days to arrive in the mail. You can assemble it yourself in a few minutes. How long did it take us, Paula? About 10 minutes. There it is. There's a picture of ours right there in case you think I'm making that up. We put that together and you all know I'm not very handy. Like that, lickety split. Wow. That's, that's my, Paula's like, what do you mean we? <laughs> I helped. I opened a box. She loves it. And if getting a sofa without trying it in stores sounds a little risky, you don't need to worry. You get a hundred days to decide if you want to keep it. That's more than three months. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up for free. You get a full refund. They have a forever warranty, literally forever. To find your perfect sofa, check out allform.com slash Dan, A-L-L. F-O-R-M, allform.com slash Dan. They're offering 20% off all orders, 20% off for our listeners, allform.com slash Dan. All right, Joe, let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the serious part of the show in the beginning here. This is a very big deal. I read this article this morning, and that's why I'm opening it on Friday, because on Friday, I like to leave you some good news, but this is serious stuff. We cannot, cannot dismiss the possibility that the 2020 election may not go our way. If you do it, you're doing it at your own peril. Listen, you know I'm a supporter of the president, I'm a supporter of what he's done on judges, on the economy, on the stand he's taken for law and order. You know that. That's not up for debate. That's just a fact. We don't always agree on everything, but I respect what he's done. Having said that, for me to tell you right now, don't you worry, this is in the bag, the polls are all wrong, forget it, is insane. I told you the story a few months ago of the time I was in the gym and a good friend of mine who I adore good man came up to me and he's like this was a while ago but he's like i don't believe these polls they're all garbage we're gonna win please don't think that way because that sounds joe kind of like exactly what hillary clinton supporters said in 2016 and yeah. woke up the next day after election day and we're like what what just happened scratching their heads in disbelief don't let that be you be anxious be afraid a little bit because it will motivate you to action to do something. Go out, get 10 of your friends. I call it the 10, 10, and 10 rule. Make 10 posts a month on your social media accounts. Make 10 phone calls to your friends about voting and get 10 people to the poll, 10 people to the polls on election day. That is your edict to go forward, please. That's the mandate across the country. You want to win? We got to do something. And I know you know that. Having said that, let me give you, a, to make you a little bit anxious in a healthy kind of way, let me give you kind of a horror story about what's coming if we lose this thing. This is not a joke. Wall Street Journal story today, worth your time. It's behind a paywall, but if you can get it, check it out. 
It's called The Filibuster is Going, Going, Basically Gone. Chris Coons, a key Biden ally, signals the Democrats will break the 60-vote rule for legislation if they win in this 2020 election. Ladies and gentlemen, if we lose the presidency and we lose the United States Senate, remember, we don't have the House. I mean, we could lose by a wider margin, but the Democrats are on the House right now with Speaker Pelosi. If we lose the presidency in the Senate, this country will never, ever look the same. Let me go to screenshot one from this Wall Street Journal piece, in case you think we're making this up. This is how serious this is. Chris Coons, who fashions himself, he's a Democrat, but he fashions himself, Joe, an institutionalist and a moderate. This is a so-called, air quotes, moderate. They're never really moderates, but you get the point. This is what he said. He told Politico, quote, again, this is supposed to be a Democrat moderate. I will not stand idly by for four years and watch the Biden administration's initiatives blocked at every turn, Coons added. I am going to try really hard to find a path forward that doesn't require removing what's left of the structural guardrails. But if there's a Biden administration, it will be inheriting a mess at home and abroad. It requires urgent and effective action. Let me translate that for you, folks. When Biden gets elected, if they win back the Senate, they are going to dump the filibuster rule, which will require 60 votes to pass any legislation. They're going to dump all that. They're going to scrap that and they're going to require just a majority in the Senate. Which they will have. Combine that with their majority in the House of Representatives. And what does that mean, ladies and gentlemen? That means you have a runway to the most catastrophic liberal agenda to take that plane off we've seen since FDR. And you know what will be there to stop them? Nothing. The filibuster for legislation is the only weapon you have when you're in the minority. The Democrats have used it effectively against President Trump and the Republicans. They just used it against Tim Scott, Republican senator from South Carolina's police reform bill. The Democrats filibustered it. The filibuster, ladies and gentlemen, will be gone. Why do I, why is this, and, and let me be clear about this, in case you think, again, this is some bizarre conspiracy theory. The Wall Street Journal's not dumb. Why do you think they're quoting and citing Chris Coons? Because, ladies and gentlemen, he, again, fashions himself the voice of reason on the Democrats, on the Democrat side of the, of the House, of the Senate, excuse me. He's, he's the so-called moderate. If he's saying filibuster, See you later, babe. Have a nice day. Or as my friend says, have a good Christmas. Goodbye now. It's over. He's the voice of moderation. You think the left-wing radicals, the Bernie Sanders, the Liz Warrens, and others are going to get in his way? They're the ones pushing for the, to get rid of the filibuster before Coons even said anything. You may say, well, Dan, that sounds really bad. Meaning Joe Biden and the radical left will pass whatever they want. That's exactly what I mean. There will be zero obstacles to stopping them. They're, they're telling you now. You may say, that sounds awful. Can it get worse? Of course, it always gets worse with the Democrats. Let's go to screenshot two from the Wall Street Journal piece, which I'm telling you, I got a little agita this morning when I read this. I was like, oh my gosh, get the Pepto out. And it wasn't due to the ulcer. The ulcer's healed, the stomach's okay, which is great. Here it is, screenshot number two from the Wall Street Journal. Congress could also pass statehood for Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico, tilting the Senate further left. A simple Senate majority could also change the composition of the federal judiciary, including the Supreme Court. The mere threat of this may be already be causing Chief Justice John Roberts to move left. You may say, that sounds really bad. Mm, yeah. Sounds really bad. You would never, ever have a Republican majority in the Senate again. So keep in mind factor one in the catastrophe, nightmare, apocalypse now scenario I just described for you where Biden wins and they take over the Senate. In case you're thinking about sitting this election out or for the principal conservatives like that complete zero Carly Fiorina. Remember the fake Republican? She came out and said, I'm supporting Biden, the principal conservative. Thanks, Carly. She's been a zero from day one, by the way. The most obnoxious human being I've ever met. Ran into her once at CPAC. Couldn't have been more of a snob. So I was done with her a long time ago. But these are the principal conservatives. This is what you're fighting for? An un 
basically no obstacles whatsoever towards a far left radical agenda with no filibuster to stop it and a permanent majority in the Senate and on the Supreme Court. Nice job, Carly. Thanks for fighting for principal conservatives. What would we do without principal conservatives like you? Now, you understand why this is an issue, right? So Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico are left. They're, They're far left. If they were to become states, I know the liberals have a tough time with like civics and stuff. That would be two more senators for these new states. Right. There is simply, Joe, zero chance either of those two senators from the two new states would be Republican. Zero chance. So you'll have four new Democrat senators, permanently Democrat senators, because no Republican will ever win there, not in our lifetimes. The chances of out of this new 104 Senate uh, member Senate, of you ever getting a Republican majority back are now slim and none. So now you have no filibuster to stop it. You have a permanent majority. You have a radical leftist president, Joe Biden. No, he's a moderate. Yeah, okay. Listen, let's put that on hold, please, for a while. Let's get sanity back. Combine that with the Democrats' open threats now, many of them on the record, saying that they will pack the Supreme Court. Pack it, meaning we have nine members now. Hey, Joe, why don't we just expand that to 27 members? And by the way, I'm just making that number up just to be to be fair. They could pack it to 15, 20. I don't know the number. Let's say they be more, more realistic. Let's say they say, let's pack it to 15. All right. 15 members. They would get to add six more. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, there's no filibuster to stop this now. None. Nor is there a filibuster, Joseph, to stop the nominees either. So you pick the youngest, most radical, 40-year-old leftist you can find. Why young? Because you want a Supreme Court majority for another 40 years. They'll probably live to their 80 or 90, right? You pick the youngest, most radical leftist you can find. Pack them on the Supreme Court. You now have four Republicans. I don't count John Roberts as a Republican. I know, I get it. He's not a Republican. Stop that. You have four plus one. Four Republicans and a total fake rhino. So you have four Republicans on the Supreme Court. And you now have 11 radical leftists. Or 10 plus a leftist. 10 radicals plus John Roberts a leftist. Please tell me what case you're going to win there ever again. So now you have a Democrat president, a Democrat permanent majority in the Senate, a de facto permanent majority in the Supreme Court, at least for your lifetime, it's permanent. You have the federal judiciary. You may say it can get worse. Yes, of course it can get worse. We're talking about Democrats. They're a forest fire. They're a cancer. They kill and destroy every single thing they touch. Everything. Everything. Anything good gets destroyed, annihilated, and killed by the Democrats. Anything legislation, freedom, liberty, whatever they touch, they burn. They're like the human torch from the Fantastic Four. They've felt flame powers. Not only will they pack the Supreme Court, but they will pack the circuit courts and the district courts uh, as well. Expand the districts, add new liberal members. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, very few cases make it to the Supreme Court. Most cases get caught up in the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, the the level below the Supreme Court. They'll pack that too. Joe, nothing will have to go to the Supreme Court because it'll all lose. They'll all lose at the district and circuit court level because they'll just pack the judiciary with the youngest, most radical people they can find. Say, Dan, this sounds really bad. I wrote the note. That's their foundation. That's the foundation for establishing a majority forward. But it's not yet their agenda, right? We've established the foundation for the liberal home they're going to build. The foundation is a permanent majority in the Senate, packed courts, and hopefully, and one more thing, one more thing, to add to their agenda to build the foundation for the House. One more. They also will probably go with a popular vote compact nationwide. All they need is enough states to get to 270 electoral votes to agree that they're going to vote for the winner of the national popular vote 
And ladies and gentlemen, the Electoral College goes the way of the uh, uh, Brontosaurus, too. Flame on. You'll have a national popular vote. Yeah, that'll be the end of that, Joe. There'll be no Electoral College either. What I'm telling you is every guardrail you've had for liberty will be completely wiped out. The filibuster, the Electoral College, the court system, all gone. But yes, thanks to Carly Fiorina, Joe. She's fighting for principled conservatism. Yeah, all right. What a sucker. What a moron. Never liked her. Total phony. Total, complete fraud. Now, let's talk about the building, what they actually plan on building after they set the foundation for a permanent majority. I'll go through this quick because most of you can. If there was a motley crew of disastrous legislative proposals. This is it. You probably heard from before. Number one, you can forget about your free market healthcare system. Whatever insurance plan you have now, if it's not a government one, you can kiss that goodbye. Dan, they won't do that. They won't do that. Are you serious? They're already openly talking about dumping the filibuster and packing the Supreme Court. You think they won't institute national government run healthcare? Okay. Yeah. You stick with that one. Carly Fiorina probably say, don't you worry. It's a conspiracy theory. That's the Carly Fiorina theory. You will see a return to the pre-Ronald Reagan marginal tax rates. Well, what were those? They sounded really high. What was the top rate? What if I told you before Ronald Reagan came into office in the 80s that the top marginal tax rate, for those of you out there who are successful, you know, earn money and actually hire people and stuff, you know, the successful folks, or what the Democrats would call the demons among us, what sane people call the wealthy and successful who actually built this country, built uh, the job growth in this country, who built businesses in this country. But again, to the left, the demons. Not telling you they're all up, they're upstanding moral characters. No, there's awful people who are capitalists too. I'm just telling you, you have economic freedom, liberty, and prosperity, or you have a government-run economy, depravity, and poverty. Those are your two choices. Take them or leave them. We will return to the 70% tax rate. You may be saying to yourself, the top tax rate was 70% before Reagan? Yes, it was. Look it up. The internet's a powerful weapon for you liberals out there. We will return to that rate, maybe higher. We may return to the rates pre-JFK. JFK, yes, the Democrat, actually cut the top marginal tax rate from 90% to 70%. How does that sound to you? Just a quick question for you. So now you have no, you have government-run healthcare. You have to call a government bureaucrat to crack your chest open. Good luck with that. You don't even like going to the DMV. But yes, let's run to the government for that heart surgery. They'll be perfect for this one. How would it make you feel that you started a successful business? You've worked your whole life, busted your butt. I'm not talking about the bad guys again. Capitalism is bad guys too. We don't need to like lionize every single person. But the rules are the rules. You make it to the top, finally, Joe. You find after 20 years of hard work, you built a company. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up above a barn, 64th place in Myrtle Avenue. My wife was an immigrant to this country, fleeing Pablo Escobar's Colombia. Neither one of us, I promise you, was born with a silver spoon. But thanks to you and your support, we've gotten, uh, we, we've, we've done good. We've done well. Sorry about the poor English, but I, I don't like self-praise. It stinks. I'm just trying to make a point. How would it make you feel 90% or 70% of what you earn is now confiscated by the government? Yes, it's a marginal tax rate. But the way those marginal tax rates work, the wealthier you get, the greater portion of your income goes to the government. Be fair. How would it feel make you uh, how would it make you feel 60, 70%, 65, even 50%? You work your butt off and half the time you're paying off a government bureaucrat who's flushing your money down the toilet bowl. That sound good to you? Then vote with Carly Fiorina. She's a principled conservative. You like government-run health care? Support Carly Fiorina. Embarrassment. Capital gains tax will go up. You'll see a transactions tax. How does that sound? Transactions tax. What is that? Yeah. Democrats like Elizabeth Warren have been calling for this. You never heard of this one, Joe? Joe, you, do you have any mm. kind of stock plan or anything like that? If you own uh, a few no, stocks? I, no, I don't. Not now. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, that's great. Didn't know that. Probably should have mm-hmm. asked you that before I asked you that question. But it's okay. good because we're on mm-hmm. the air, not live, but we will leave that in there. So you know the audience said uh, that this is an authentic show and Joe and I don't coordinate. Yeah. So Joe yeah. doesn't own any stocks, so it defeats mm-hmm. the purpose of that question. I do. So right. what do you think? Of tra- do you know what a transaction is? <laughs> I love, this is the greatest show ever. I love this show. The fact that we don't edit that stuff out makes it even better. Do you, have you ever yeah. heard of a transactions tax? No, I've heard of it. I don't, I don't quite get it, though. It, yeah, that's why I was saying Here's what it explain. is. Yeah. It would be a tax 
on every single stock transaction in the country. Now, the way the Democrats pitch this, Joe, is they say, listen, it's just like a point. 1% tax on the value of the stock transaction. So you buy IBM, you'll pay a transactions tax to the government. The Democrats, you know, that's how they pitch it, of course. So they yeah. say things like, it's not going to affect you. You'll lose a couple pennies on the dollar of every tax. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? The big deal is there are millions of stocks that are bought and sold every single day. Mm-hmm. Do you understand the money that would be drained out of the equity markets every single second of every day with a transactions tax? Meaning what? If money is drained out of the stock market, equities markets, bond markets, and given to the government, drain like a bathtub, water, drain, down, level goes down, down, down. If it goes down, what what else goes down? Oh, oh, the stock. Stock market. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. That's those rich people. It is. You have a pension. You have a 401k. You have a pension invested in the stock market. I'll bet upwards of 50% of you do. Maybe more. Let's do the bathtub analogy again. It's the government sucks a, its, its own share out of every single of the millions of stock transactions a day. Ooh. <laughs> Circled Coriolis effect, right? Right down the drain. But they pitch it to you that don't worry, it's pennies on the dollar. It's pennies on trillions of dollars a day, week, and month that are transacted out of the system and given to government bureaucrats. You can kiss your pension goodbye. Damn, they won't do that. Google transactions tax. Just Google it. You think I'm making it up? Put it on the internet. I hate saying Google. Right? So people call me, stop saying Google. You're right. It's become like a when you say Xerox something. Search the internet for it. They may defund the police. Now, to be fair, I think even the Democrats may realize that's a step too far. Having said that, I'm only doing that in effort to be fair because my emotional side of me, Joe, says if they do that, dump the filibuster, take the Senate, take the presidency, and pack the courts, you may see municipalities and even some states move towards defunding the police. Oh. It's not likely in every state because there are some sane Democrats left who will be like, this is crazy. Like, we're going to get people killed. Having said that, I'm not writing it off as a possibility. But again, I want the analysis to be somewhat fair, not hyperbolic. Forget about charter schools. Your kid's in a charter school now. You'll see them totally wiped out. Your kid's in a charter school or is the recipient of some school choice program. You will see some federal legislation either banning it or putting obstacles in front of school choice. Forget it. Your kid will be yanked out of there tomorrow. That I'm telling you that they, they love the teachers unions, the Democrats teachers unions, hate charter schools. They can't stand them. They don't want the competition. Finally, the last one, you like your firearms. You can kiss them goodbye too. I can almost guarantee you, you'll see a national firearm registry, meaning your name will be on a list. Why will your name be on a list? Because they will then institute as step two, Joe, an assault weapons ban, which is really a rifle ban because they don't even know what an assault weapon is. They can't even describe it. You'll get a knock at your door one day and say, yeah, you're on this list. You purchased a uh, whatever, Daniel Defense, BCM, uh, whatever it may be, a Smith & Wesson, uh, AR-15 a while ago. Yeah, um, you're going to have to turn that over, sir. I am? Yeah, yeah, you're on this list here we have. That sounds really hyperbolic, does it? Just, you know, again, go almost did it again. Internet search, yeah. throw it in there. Throw it in gun confiscation, Democrats. What's going to stop them? The filibuster. No, there'll be no filibuster. The senators, there'll be no senator. The president will veto it. Joe Biden will veto that? Are you insane? The courts will clearly stop it. They will. John Roberts doesn't even want to fight for the Second Amendment now. And there's a supposedly conservative majority in the Supreme Court. Good luck with that. All right, so that's the macabre portion of the show today. Now let's get to some more <laughs> lighter stuff on Friday. Sure but I do have a lot more ahead, <laughs> including the media panic. Folks, calm down everybody in the media. I'm not talking to my listeners. Calm down is, a, is an, an insult to people. To the media people, please calm down and stop freaking the public out. I got that. Let's get to my second sponsor today. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at LifeLock. Go to LifeLock.com slash Bongino today. LifeLock. With everything that's going on in the world, you may not have heard that there were over 460 million records exposed in data breaches this past May. 
These breaches were only the ones publicly reported. Some victims don't even report a breach for fear of losing customers. The actual number is undoubtedly much higher. Cyber attacks and ransomware were two of the causes, the main causes of these breach incidents. Folks, it's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. I investigated this in my prior line of work. You have no idea the damage having your identity stolen does to you, especially in this time of financial upheaval. Secure your identity. It's a must. Do it today. Don't wait and do it for your kids too. We put our information at risk on the internet. You're, uh, you could miss certain identity threats just by, uh, uh, by just monitoring your credit. Don't do that alone. Good thing there's LifeLock. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity thefts like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has been compromised, they'll send you an alert. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. LifeLock can see threats that you might miss on your own. I get a text every time someone checks my credit. It's beautiful. I usually send it to Paula because I don't know anything about my finances anymore. And I go, Paula, is this legit? And she tells me, yes, thankfully most of them are. But it's good to know. I have it for my kids too. Join now, save up to 25% of your first year. Don't waste any time. Secure your identity today. Go to lifelock.com slash Bongino. That's lifelock.com slash Bongino for 25% off. Lifelock.com slash Bongino. Go today. Protect your identity. Lifelock.com slash Bongino. Thanks, Lifelock, for being here. We appreciate it. Okay. All right, moving on. So, you know, folks, if you're going to the Drudge Report every morning, I set up, of course, the alternative Bongino Report, which thankfully has been hugely successful. I deeply appreciate it. Uh, I, I can't read. I do check it once in a while. I'm not going to spin your wheels because I want to see the hysteria they're promoting because it's good to debunk it. So it, Bongino report, you'll get the news. Uh, Drudge report, you'll get uh, you know crazy panic-driven 24-hour hysteria redlining you into a blood pressure level of 200 over 472. So the latest story is, you know, we're all going to die again for the coronavirus. Folks, we all get it. It's very serious. We now understand a lot more about this disease. It's potentially fatal to older folks, people with comorbidities. Matter of fact, I had a friend here who was telling me about uh, two police officer friends who got it. And one of them said he had, this is crazy, Joe. He said that the guy had some health problems. I'll leave the rest of it out. But this is the craziest quote the guy said to him, the guy who had the coronavirus. He was a younger guy too. He said to him, I almost had to remember to breathe at night. Like who has to think of that? You breathe, you, you wow. just breathe. You don't think about breathing. He said it was so restricted. His airway, it really hit me hard. That he goes, oh, his name's Brian. You all know him. He's my friend. He said, Brian, because I had to remember to breathe at night. This is very serious. I, this is not a joke. Having said that, we do facts. We're not going to drive people into panic-driven hysteria that's going to shut down our food supply, shut down our economy, bankrupt them, cause suicides, and strain our hospital system so that they all go bankrupt. That's not helping public health. That's pure idiocy. These lockdowns have not worked. I just showed you the data yesterday. These states that didn't lock down have 70% fewer fatalities than states that did lock down. It doesn't, the numbers don't back you. It's if you believe in data, but liberals, it's a waste of time to give them data because they're just, hysterical. So the latest thing is that everyone in Texas is going to die. Texas, everyone's going to die. It's Texas is blowing up. Forget it. Texas, we did coronavirus. We can't stop it. Texas totally out of control. Listen, it's a serious problem in Texas, but John Solomon has a story. It is a website, just the news. It's actually by Daniel Payne, but this is his website, just the news.com. I'll have it up in the show notes. For those of you who've heard or read on Drudge or elsewhere, the panic merchants that Texas is melting down overnight headline, Texas hospital CEO says, the COVID inpatient count has been, quote, misinterpreted, and the level of alarm is unwarranted. That's not me, folks. I'm not saying that. I don't have any experience with the Texas hospital system. I'm not the governor of Texas. I've never lived in Texas. I've been there. It's a beautiful state. That's a guy on the ground who runs major hospitals saying, listen, the panic in the media, Texas is totally melting down. Oh my gosh, everyone's dying overnight. This is the panic merchants in the media. They profit off this because you go and click on their stories. Oh my gosh, we're all going to die. This is what Drudge does. This is what the Drudge Report does. They freak you out. You read the Drudge Report every morning. You will seriously think the world, we've reached the apocalypse. Let's go to a screenshot from this piece to see what's really happening in Texas. Here's the CEO of Houston Methodist, Mark Boom. He says the number of hospitalizations, quote, are being misinterpreted. 
He says, and quite frankly, we're concerned that there's a level of alarm in the community that's unwarranted right now. Again, this is not me. This is the CEO of a hospital chain in Texas. We've been told this is melting down. He goes on. He says, we do have the capacity to care for many more patients. We have lots of fluidity and the ability to manage, Boom said. He pointed out that his hospital one year ago was at 95% ICU capacity. A year ago, folks, when we didn't even know about the coronavirus. So just to be clear, a year ago, the gentleman's hospital was at 95% ICU capacity. He says that's similar to the numbers the hospital is seeing today. He says, quote, it's completely normal for us to have ICU capacities that run in the 80s and 90s. That's how all hospitals operate. What? That can't be, Joe. We've been told Texas is melting down. The hospitals are out of control. Mm -hmm. It's a serious problem. I just said that. We're not going to downplay anything. Or get you If you are at high risk, this is a potentially fatal virus that could easily kill you. Having said that, we're not going to deal with it by driving people to insanity, by making them believe things that aren't true. The Texas hospital system may, may, God forbid, may get overwhelmed. It's not now. Don't take my word for it. Take the word of a hospital executive who actually runs a hospital. They're at the same percentage capacity they were a year ago with no coronavirus in their ICU beds. Stop with the panic sales, the panic merchandise. Stop. You're freaking everybody out. People know what to do. Put a mask on if you choose and you're high risk. Wash your hands. Stay away from people who are sick and avoid indoor environments if you're high risk. You know what's going on here, right? They want more shutdowns. They would. They want more shut. This is a political play. There's yep. no evidence these shutdowns work. That's all they want. They want you at maximum red line stress every minute of the day, so you'll support your own bankruptcy by the government through another shutdown or another shutdown. That's all they want. It's disgusting. Ladies and gentlemen, we just give you information here. You do with it what you wish. You're all grown adults, fully capable of making responsible decisions for you and your family. I gave you the data yesterday on lockdowns. They don't work. The data screams. They don't work. I gave you the data today on Texas. Texas melting down. Texas has a serious problem. No doubt. They're not melting down. They're at the same ICU capacity they were last year. Gosh, I'm telling you, read these websites. You watch these other channels. You would think like this is the first time in human history we've ever had to deal with a deadly virus. It's a sad part of human reality. Viruses can be deadly. They pop up a lot. We had Ebola, HIV, deadly flu strains, bird flu, avian flu, H1N1, we've, swine flu. It happens. It sucks. It really sucks. But it is a sad reality of us living in this world. It's not the Garden of Eden. <sighs> frustrating. It really is dealing with these people. Okay. Um, more on this because the media hysteria, of course, is advanced by Democrat politicians who have an agenda. Their agenda is your bankruptcy and continued shutdowns that don't do anything. There's no evidence they work, but there is evidence, Joe, that they work to bankrupt you. That, that evidence is yeah, conclusive. Yeah. They will bankrupt yes, you tomorrow. So who's the biggest panic merchant out there? Of course, the atrocious, absolutely grotesque governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, uh, the most failed on a, on a uh, hierarchy of failed governors. This guy is number one. He is the tip of the spear of human failure. So Andrew Cuomo, who, of course, is lauded by the press for his successful efforts to lead the country in debts per 100,000. Not kidding. He's right at the top. So Andrew Cuomo, this awful human being, goes on CNN yesterday. I want to play a short clip from his appearance. Um, with the dreadful Allison Camerata. Some background there. I'll tell that story another day. The dreadful Allison Camerata. And here's Andrew Cuomo now. And he's asked about these Republican governors, notably Florida's successful governor, Ron DeSantis, who has had some success keeping 
the fatality rate in Florida relatively low. That's only if you believe in data, by the way, which I'll present to you because we do data on the show, unlike Andrew Cuomo. So he's asked about Florida Governor DeSantis, who's done a geometrically better job than Cuomo in managing this crisis. And of course, Cuomo takes the opportunity to take a shot. This is amazing, Joe, at DeSantis. Listen to this disaster of an interview. Check this out. Oh, I say to them all, look at the numbers. You played politics with this virus and you lost. You told the people of your state and you told the people of this country, White House, uh, don't worry about it. Just open up, go about your business. This is all uh, democratic uh, uh, hyperbole. Okay, nobody said that. He's literally making that up. Nobody said, don't worry about it. Going, go about your business. Joe, you, you, you watch the news, mm-hmm. Joe. Even yeah. though Joe's the producer, he, Joe keeps up with the news because, you know, we get a little back and forth in the show. Mm-hmm. Joe, I remember specifically Donald Trump, like five o'clock every day, had these press conference a couple times, yeah. right? He had these pressers. Remember, remember those? One or maybe one or two? No, yeah, of course, a couple. He had them every day for like a month. Buku. Yeah. Do you remember at any point in those pressers, Trump getting up and saying, everybody, don't worry about this thing. It's a big joke. Everybody go back to it. I don't. Do you remember that? He, you, I don't, he I never said that. I, 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 I didn't think never. so. We thank you. No. Sometimes never. we need audience referee, Joe, it just to make sure I'm not crazy. Don't remember that ever, as a matter of fact. If you want to ignore something, Cuomo, again, is just making this up because he's a fraud. You don't hold a press conference at five o'clock during drive time every day for a month and speak about it for two hours. Just a thought for you future politicians out there. You want to ignore something, probably not good to hold a national press conference every day. Now, Andrew Cuomo, whose name is on this memo, hat tip daily caller, by the way, for the highlights on this. Here on the screen on our YouTube channel, you can see it yourself, youtube.com slash Bongino, if you'd like to watch the video version of the show. Here is a memo from the New York State Department of Health with Andrew Cuomo's name at the top, instructing residents of nursing homes or nursing home managers that they shall not deny that, quote, no resident shall be denied admission into a nursing home basically infected with the coronavirus. That decision by Andrew Cuomo's Department of Health and Andrew Cuomo himself cost thousands of lives of elderly Americans who were in those nursing homes who then had people infected with the coronavirus placed right next to them. And this joker, Cuomo, is lecturing the Florida governor about how to handle the coronavirus. They played politics with it and lost. You stuck infected patients back in nursing homes with the most vulnerable population and they died. Now, again, because on this show, unlike Andrew Cuomo, CNN and others, we do actual data. Which is hilarious because we get attacked by the tech tyrants all the time, demonetize everything. And yet they can't refute anything we say on the show. Please explain to me how anything we're saying is misinformation when we can back it up with this. This is from website Statista, I believe it is, dot com that covers statistics on the coronavirus. These are the deaths from coronavirus per 100,000 people. Again, you can see it at the start. Number of deaths per 100,000 people for the liberals watching. Who's at the top? Oh, New Jersey. That's right. Who's right under New Jersey? New York. At 161 deaths per 100,000 people. Andrew Cuomo is number two in deaths per 100,000 people. And he's lecturing Florida. Now, if you're watching on the YouTube, you're probably thinking what I'm thinking, like Joe as well. You're probably thinking... Where's Florida? Yeah. I don't even see yeah. him on this chart. It's New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts. Wait, well, just to be clear, Joe, Cuomo said Ron DeSantis from Florida. We played politics and lost. Yet Cuomo's state is at the top of number of deaths from Corona. Uh, let's see Florida. So New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, D.C., Louisiana, Michigan, Illinois, Delaware, Maryland. Florida. I still don't Joe, do you see Florida yet? I'm missing it. No, Pens- Paula, what about you? Pennsylvania, Indiana, Mississippi, Colorado, Minnesota. Do we met Joe? Come on. Wait, can we Paul? Can you sp- I missed this. Clear, it ain't it, it, there, dude. Wait, no, no. I mean, oh, so you don't see it either. Oh, no. goes on. New Hampshire, Ohio, New Mexico, Iowa. Wait, wait. It's still no Florida. This is a, Andrew Cuomo told us Ron DeSantis played politics yeah. with the coronavirus and failed. Can you flip to the other? There's another screen for this? Yes, I actually had to take two screenshots on my phone because that's how far down Florida is. Uh, keep going, please. So we had Iowa. Uh, 
uh, uh, we still go. We're still going. We're still going. Arizona, Virginia, Alabama, Washington, Nevada, Missouri, California, Florida. There we go. Oh. Florida, my home state, finally makes an appearance on the charts. What is that? One, two, three, four, five. Fifth from the bottom at 15 deaths per 100,000. Governor DeSantis of Florida, please, I am not kidding. This is not a joke. As I always say, humbly and with the greatest of respect, please don't take any advice from Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo State, who, again, what word do I hate more than anything? Literally, in this case, it is literally his state has 10 times more deaths per 100,000 people because of his nursing home policies and other failed leadership. Governor DeSantis, please, I'm begging you, do not take any advice from this loser in New York. You're at 15, one, five deaths per 100,000. He's at 161. And the clown prince of governors is lecturing DeSantis and others. And the liberal media doesn't, they don't fight back at all. They're not like, ah, uh, uh, governor, you're actually number two in deaths per 100,000. And you signed that nursing home edict that got a bunch of people killed. It's probably not the best time just checking to be kind of lecturing Florida that's fifth from the bottom. By the way, Governor Cuomo, despite Florida having a much older population and a greater at-risk population of people, they have 10 times less fatalities per 100,000 than you do. Don't expect that question. Again, I understand we'll be attacked and demonetized for this. I get it because the left hates the truth. We will not, we will not back down. You need to understand there are hard realities. This is very serious, fatal for people, elderly people, people with comorbidities, people who are obese, people with uh, breathing conditions, no doubt. But there have been two distinct separate responses. Draconian lockdowns like Andrew Cuomo did, where you stick people inside with other infected people and they die at a rate 10 times higher than they do in Florida with an older population where we didn't have draconian lockdowns and opened up rather quickly. Please, Governor DeSantis, do not take any advice from this moron. <sighs> Facts matter, folks. Facts matter. I read through that whole list before we got to Florida at the bottom of the second page because my phone had to be had to take two screenshots. That's how far down Florida was. All right, got a lot more on this. The worst Republican pounce story ever. And if you don't know what that means, I'll get to it to say you're not going to want to miss this. Republicans pounce, my favorite storyline ever for liberal media morons. All right, today's show finally brought to you by our friends at stamps.com. Hey, for all our sakes, we need to avoid crowds any way we can. But what if you need to get to the post office? What if you need postage that sends out letters and packages? I can tell you what we do. We use stamps.com. Stamps.com can print postage on demand. That's what we do. We skip the lines and crowds at the post office. Paula, little secret of a Paula. She hates going to the post office. This past stamps.com is her favorite sponsor. Plus, you can save money with discounts you can't even get at the post office. Stamps.com also offers UPS services with discounts up to 62% and no UPS residential surcharges. That's great. Stamps.com brings all the services to the post office right to your computer in safety and comfort. And uh, it's for your home, your office, anywhere else you're hunkering down right now. You a small business? You sending invoices? Are you an online seller shipping out products? Or are you just working from home and you need to mail stuff? Stamps.com can handle it all, all of it with ease. Use your computer to print official US postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, or any class of mail. Here's the thing, anywhere you want to send it. When it's ready, just leave it for your mail carrier, schedule a free package pickup, or drop it in a mailbox. It cannot get any simpler. Literally, there you go. No human contact required. It's that simple. Like I said, with stamps.com, you get great discounts too. Five cents off every first class stamp. That adds up and up to 62% off shipping rates. Why are you paying more? It makes no sense. You're paying more to wait online? Why? Why would you do that? Stamps.com is the biggest no-brainer around right now. Save time, save money, stay safe. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and the digital scale without any long-term commitments. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Dan, D-A-N. That's stamps.com. Enter Dan by clicking the microphone at the top of the homepage. Stay safe, stamps.com. Save time, save money. Okay, thank you, stamps.com. Hey, one more quick programming note. We are interviewing today Michael Knowles. 
We will be broadcasting that interview uh, tomorrow, Saturday. It'll be on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino and available at Apple Podcasts and elsewhere. If you have not heard Michael Knowles from The Daily Wire, you're making a big mistake. My wife, who throws compliments around like manhole covers, said to me yesterday, she's like, I really like that guy. I'm like, don't like him too much. But she likes Michael Knowles. He's terrific. If you've ever watched him debate liberals on a college campus, it's really something to behold. So we'll be getting into everything with him. So don't miss that interview. Thanks to producer Joe and producer Drew. They will have that up for you tomorrow, which will be Saturday on our YouTube channel and of Apple Podcasts. Please check it out. Okay, uh, moving on. As I said, the worst Republican pounce story in the history of Republicans pounce. First, for those who are new listeners, what are Republican pounce stories? They're this. When the Democrats are engaged in an epic failure so catastrophically bad that the media can't cover it up. What the media will do to distract you, look, shiny red ball, is they won't cover the Democrats' failure to do something. They'll cover the Republicans' reaction to it, and they'll say, Republicans pounce, or some derivative of that. It's an <laughs> infamous tactic. We love these stories because yeah. they're hilarious. Because there's once you learn to see them, you can't unsee them. It's like you see that thing, you know, and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't unsee that. You know, you watch a surgery on TV and you're like, you don't like blood and guts and stuff. You can't unsee it. You can't unsee Republicans pounce either when you know to look for it. Here is the worst one I have ever seen in the history of Republican pounce stories from the disastrous fake news specialist at Newsweek. Check this one out. Concern... <laughs> I can't even read the title. This is hilarious by Emma Nolan. Newsweek, conservatives weaponize cancel culture to tame anti-Trump celebrities. What's this story about? I'm not even going to post screenshots from it because it's so stupid. I don't want you to have axonal dendrite pruning and neurons collapse over. You will lose 10 IQ points if I read from this article. Here's the gist of it. The Democrats who love identity politics and are now in the process of canceling every single TV show, ad company, business that doesn't comply with their identity politics agenda. They're busy calling everyone a racist to get everyone who opposes them off the air. Everyone. They're having a problem in that it's hard to call everybody else a racist by a certain standard when liberal Hollywood and a liberal governor of Virginia notably Ralph Northam from Virginia, Democrat governor, have appeared in either a Ku Klux Klan robe or blackface. I don't know which one. Ralph Northam. Ralph is not admitted if he's the Klan member or the blackface guy. He Ralph still hasn't admitted. Joe, you're in that region. You're in Maryland. Has Ralph yeah, admitted man. if he's the Klan member yet or the nah, blackface nah. guy? Nah. He hasn't. Okay, just nah. checking. Nah. We nah. don't know. Ralph's either in the Klan robe or he's in the blackface. But because Ralph Northam's a Democrat, Cancel culture hasn't affected Ralph, who is yet to resign. Clan row, blackface, we don't know yet. Ralph is still the governor of Virginia. No one cancels him. So blackface, wearing blackface, is unquestionably one of the rules for cancellation. If you've painted your face black yeah. to resemble a black American or someone who happens to be black, you are canceled. That's the rule, folks. That's the, that's the rule. That's the way it is. But now we found out Jimmy Kimmel far left radical posing as a talk show host that yeah. Jimmy Kimmel's done blackface before he painted himself black to pretend he was Carl Malone, the old basketball player for the Utah jazz. We now find out that Tina Fey another leftist actress appeared in blackface too. In one of these episodes of what 30 rock or whatever show that was. All of a sudden the leftists are like, Oh my gosh, we got captain clan robe or blackface in Virginia. We got a bunch of our leftist celebrity heroes who've appeared in blackface too. What do we do? We just told all these conservatives that you got to cancel them, but we can't cancel our heroes. So what does the Newsweek story become about? Not about how leftists can't meet their own standards for canceling. Blackface, cancellation. That's the equation. Blackface equals cancellation. So what do they do? They make the story not about the rule, because if it was the rule, the story would read what, Joe? Jimmy Kimmel should be canceled, wore blackface, right? That's the rule. That's, That's right, yeah. How mm -hmm. rules were. But that's not the story. The story oh. is Republicans pounce. Uh, uh, Please yeah. put up the headline again. Conservatives pounce on the 
The story is about not the celebrities failing to live up to their own standards, but the Republican reaction to it. Conservatives weaponize cancel culture to tame anti-Trump celebrities. So the story is about how conservatives, we have weaponized it to shut anti-Trump conservatives, uh, anti-Trump celebrities up. That's the story. Not about how their own rule, they can't live up to it. Because they can't. They can't write the story honestly. If the story was written honestly, they would say principled liberals cancel liberal Jimmy Kimmel, Tina Fey, and cancel Klan robes uh, Northam because they've done racist things in the past. That would be the story. But they can't write that story because then they'd be forced to live up to their own principles. So they write these stories about Republicans pouncing on it to weaponize these things. Ladies and gentlemen, once you see Republican pounce stories, you can never ever unsee it. You will see them everywhere now. Sometimes if you Google Republicans pounce, you will literally see that in the title. Literally. You know I hate that word. It'll say Republicans pounce. Now, because the liberal media like Newsweek and Emma Nolan and these total clown shows, because they know we're onto them now, they've changed the title. Conservatives weaponize. Conservatives leap at opportunity. And you'll see it now every single time. It's a joke. It's a media tactic. Laugh it off. I retweet the articles all the time, and I put in big caps. Republicans pounce. Embarrassing buffoonery. Two-pager today. A lot going on. All right. Um, this is a quick story. You know, I said to you a while ago that Antifa and some of these groups have a real purpose. The Democrats, I should say liberal fascists throughout history, because most fascists were liberals. They've always needed shock troops on the front line. I, my interview with Dinesh D'Souza on our channel, if you want to go back, it's only a few weeks old. If you want to listen to it, it's amazing. It was one of our most listened to shows ever. It's evergreen too. Don't even worry about it. Like it's still relevant right now. Even Joe loved it. Joe was like, man, I, would, I don't say even Joe. Like Joe, Joe listens to all our stuff, but Joe, you know, Joe's busy working. He doesn't always give me feedback in every single minute of every show. Joe was like, that was a damn good interview. D'Souza's mm -hmm. amazing. D'Souza talks about this in our interview, how the, the liberal fascists have always had shock troops on the front line. Why? Their shock troops on the front line, their Antifas and others, are there to frighten people. Well, why would the Democrats want to frighten people? Because they like the culture and chaos because they then come in and say, look, this chaos, we're going to be the ones to protect these marginalized groups from the masses. We'll protect you from the cops that are hunting you down. You get it? Create chaos, create fear, and then pretend you're Captain America coming in to rescue people. It's a simple strategy, but the shock troops do it for them. Having said that, the Democrats always hide who the shock troops really are because they don't want you to know about their ties to them. They want the shock troops, the Antifas and such, to create the chaos. And then when they create the chaos, they want to come in as if they didn't do it to save you and save the day and bring back order. Bring back, bring back fairness. We're going to save you from the police. They're hunting you down. This is their thing. This is what they do. You don't believe me that they want to use the shock troops but disconnect from them? Play this clip. This is Jerry Nadler. Ridiculously short. Listen quick. But on the House floor yesterday, pretending Antifa doesn't even exist. Check this out. Dealing with imaginary things like Antifa. Wait, what? Antifa. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I just did this this morning. I did just kind of, a, I, I went into uh, the search engine on my phone and threw Antifa in there to make sure I wasn't imagining. Antifa, it's even got like a Wikipedia page, you know, Scamopedia. It's even got a, who are Antifa? I, I, it, who are Antifa? Imaginary group, as said by Jerry. Now, no, that's not what it says. It actually says what Antifa <laughs> is, right? And this is a left, this is just the first three that came up on my phone. It's the first three. Who are Antifa? Imaginary group, as stated by Representative Jerry Nadler. No, that's not what it says. Antifa is a known anti-free speech terrorist organization. That's what they are. And they do exist. We, by the way, there's no chance we're monetized. Zero, right, Paula? We will be totally demonetized. This is why I need you, by the way, to seriously to subscribe. You may say, why do that? Because if you subscribe, you'll get the notification that the show is available. I need you to do that. YouTube.com slash Bongino. Because there's no chance we're going to be monetized today. Which is okay. Never been about the money to me. But yeah, Jerry Nadler, Antifa doesn't exist. Don't even worry about that. Sure. Speaking of their shock troops on the front line, 
You know, it's escaped a lot of scrutiny here. Black Lives Matter. Why? Because people are afraid. Oh my gosh, we can't talk about Black Lives Matter. Why? Why? Why can't we do that? Why is it illegal? We're not allowed to question this group. You know, the group, uh, what do we want? Dead cops. When do we want them now? You know, same group. We're not allowed to question that at all. No, you're not. I'll question whatever I want. I don't, if you want to be cowed by, that's fine. I know you don't in my audience, but to the liberals and the media matters types, I think, would you think you were going to like frighten us? Oh my gosh, we're so scared. Media matters. Like the Snuggie wearing, uh, you know, s'mores roasters in their mommy's basements. Yeah, no thanks. We'll pass on your, uh, you're censoring our content. Fantastic article. Please read this one up in the show notes. If you've ever read an article, read this one. Daily Signal, Fred Lucas. You get my show notes by going to Bongino.com slash newsletter. You can subscribe right there. We won't spam your inbox. We will send you these articles every day. Daily Signal, four things the liberal media won't tell you about Black Lives Matter. Let's go through these quickly because they're just fascinating. Number one, I love how they ask it in terms of a question. The best political advice I ever got, by the way, from a very brilliant man. He said, don't ever make an assertion. Ask a question. You can't avoid a question. You can avoid an assertion. The human mind can't avoid a question, no matter what. Ask it in form of a question. It always works better. That's what he does in this article. Are BLM leaders trained Marxists? Really? No way. Well, here we go. The Black Lives Matter movement began after the 2013 shooting death of Trayvon Martin in Florida. The group's co-founders are Patrice Kahn Cullors, Opal Tometi, and Alicia Garza, all of them black women. Quote, the first thing I think is that we actually do have an ideological frame, Con Cullors said in a 2015 interview. Myself and Alicia in particular are trained organizers. We are trained Marxists. Oh, that's fascinating. Marxists. So we have a group out there claiming they believe in black lives, advocating for a strategy that has suppressed minorities throughout the history of civilized human beings. You know the minorities like the Uyghurs in the Chinese concentration camps now? like the Soviets who put any minorities they didn't like into their own concentration camps. You ever read Solzhenitsyn about the horrors of the Soviets and Marxism? You think black lives matter to communists and Marxists? Are you insane? Do you have any grasp of history at all? Black lives matter the least to Marxists and socialists. Second, who's backing this group? Four takeaways. Oh, they're backed by the left-leaning grant maker Thousand Currents, a 501c3. They became the financial sponsor of the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation. Who are they? We'll get to that Thousand Currents. As a result, the foundation doesn't have its own tax-exempt status and is instead a project of a Thousand Currents. It doesn't yet have to file what are called 990 forms with the IRS. Okay, hold that thought. So BLM, the founders are trained Marxists. You know, Marxists, where black lives don't matter at all and are devalued. They're sponsored by Thousand Currents to some degree. That's interesting. Let's go to number three. What do they actually want? <laughs> Framed in the form of a question. Nice job, Fred. Reminds me of the Will Smith movie. Remember the movie with the zombies? Come on, Fred. Come on, Fred. When he's talking to the, uh, remember when he's talking to the mannequin? Don't any of you, Fred. Remember? I love that scene. What does the organization want? Well, Black Lives Matter Network Foundation doesn't hide its more out of the mainstream views, although many of them are stated in broad terms. Listen to this one, Joe. What do they want? Quote, they want to disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement by supporting each other as extended families and villages. Oh, isn't that special? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that whole thing, wife, kids, family, that's not really their thing. But black lives matter. Apparently black families don't matter. They want to destroy it. That's, that's a quote, folks. You can read it yourself in the article. Don't have to take my word for it. Just read their words. Again, I know we'll be demonetized for telling you the truth. But please tell me how I'm telling you something that's a lie when it's their quote from their site. I'm just interested how I could be lying when I'm quoting them. All right, let's wrap this up for the day. Let's go to number four. So who's this thousand currents supporting them? Black lives matter. Again, genius Fred, what is Thousand Currents? Nice job, Fred. You can avoid an assertion, never a question. Thousand Currents, which underwrites the BLM Foundation, describes itself as an organization that, quote, envisions a world where humanity thrives as a creative force 
that's reciprocal and interdependent with nature and creates loving, equitable, and just society. Sounds like a communist manifesto right there. Mm. Notably, the vice chairwoman, this is interesting, Joe, of the board of directors for Thousand Currents is Susan Rosenberg. Where have I heard that name before? She's a convicted felon who participated in bombing buildings in the Northeast and Washington, D.C. My gosh. Is that, we're not allowed to ask questions, though. It's interesting, too. In an email Wednesday, the Daily Signal asked Thousand Currents about Rosenberg's position on the board of directors. Joe, just by chance, of course, that morning, the organization's webpage about the board, which yeah. included a short bio of Rosenberg, crazy, Joe, total coincidence. By late afternoon, that page no longer was available and said, oops, that page doesn't exist. <laughs> Joe. Yeah. Don't, it's just a coincidence. Stop. Yeah. I know where your yeah. mind's going. Yeah. Wait. They didn't delete that page. Come on. Yeah. Convicted okay. felon bombings and stuff like that. <laughs> but no, if you ask any of these questions, you're definitely right. a racist. So you have a group right now claiming to care about black lives that wants to destroy black families, aligns itself with Marxist ideology that can't stand any minority group, including uh, people who are black, and also a group that was being sponsored by another group that had on its board a convicted felon involved in bombings. I think that'd be interesting to know, no? Again, please, liberal fact-check lunatics, please fact-check that entire piece and tell me where we went wrong. I'm open to hearing it. The answer is you can't. You're not watching the show. You're missing out on the story. Folks, thanks again. It's been a great week. I really appreciate it. We had an explosion in uh, listenership this week. It means a ton. Please subscribe to the show, youtube.com slash Bongino. The subscriptions matter. I really appreciate it. It helps us get out the message. And please share the show, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to it, please share it. I really appreciate it. Bongino.com. Uh, thank you very much. And don't miss my weekend interview with Michael Knowles. I promise it'll be an eye opener. I'll hit some of these very topics here. Thanks again, folks. See you all on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.